well, we're back. It's been a while. We haven't been. It's so funny. Like, it's very easy right now. I think that's what one of the greatest things with the time period we're living in right now is everyone can do their cool little creative things that they want. Like, I've seen people who, th- there are some people who, like, started their creative endeavors, like, before COVID-19 happened. But seeing, like, all of the different podcasts, people working on music, getting better at instruments, people doing, like, other random things that aren't necessarily podcast, like creating a, a, a YouTube channel, creating an entire zeitgeist around hobbies that they have and whatnot. It's been pretty, been pretty fun. It's unfortunate for me because that means that all of these markets that I normally am in are now more saturated with content and whatnot. So it makes, but that's also a good thing because it makes you have to work a little bit harder comparatively to how you, how you, how I have in the past. That's probably why I stopped doing stuff. I'm just like, gosh, this is so, it's so much, so much more competition, but this is going to be a weird podcast. I don't even know like where to go with it. Like it's, it's about, cause I know I did the being right and wrong, but that, that being right and wrong one had such a heavy emphasis on race. And I think that there's just a problem in, in overall. And I know I have this problem more than any of like, being right is so satisfying to me that I talk so frequently in absolutes. And I think people think that because I talk in a tone that is an absolutist tone that I don't think that I'm ever wrong. I don't know. I've been, I've, I've been, that's another nice thing about COVID-19. There's been a lot of reflection going on. A lot of runs in the morning where all I have is to listen to podcasts, think and whatnot. And during that time, I've thought about like a lot of mistakes that I've, made <clears throat> and more often than not a lot of the mistakes that I made, like there is erroneous information that I have believed and whatnot but more often than not my biggest problem is delivering information in an ineffective way it's something that I've come to realize that sucks it's one of the worst feelings in the world to like just be like oh wow I've been right about a lot of things but I haven't portrayed it in a way that will make people more likely to want to believe that way. And and essentially everyone's going to come to their conclusions on their own with any sort of thing that you talk about always, like no matter what, I, I can't change how somebody thinks or wants to believe. I can only provide them with additional information or context to try to, to change that. Well, I think the thing with like being right and wrong is that like oftentimes people think that they're right just because of the way they're raised or the things that they believe in. But it's like, to them it's right, and to you, your opinion is right. So you guys both think that you're right. And there's, like, what is right and wrong? There's very that. few universal truths. Like, yeah. so, for example, we can't even agree, uh, if I'm repeating this, we can't even agree on thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill is a very direct commandment in the Bible. It literally says, thou shalt not kill. Should be end of story there. But even in our, like, we have manslaughter, we have murder. There are so many different forms of murder. Like, I don't know if there's like an absolute, like an absolute. Self defense, thing. I think, is the only yeah, time so, that, like, I think it's. Well, we okay. killed Osama bin Laden. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so if you're okay with killing Osama bin Laden, which was an assassination then you're okay with a lot of other killings. It just depends on what you're... Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not trying to support Osama bin Laden. I'm not pro Osama bin Laden, Osama bin Laden nor his things that he teaches, but we murdered him. 
we murder and and then i know the retort is like well he killed a ton of other people and i was like okay it's f- correct fair and and i don't actually know how many people he himself killed uh, i know for a fact he ordered a lot of people to do killings for him and then you get into like the hitler debate where it's like well, how many people did hitler actually kill and like that's not the point the point the, the point that i'm trying to make is we can't agree on thou shalt not kill we probably aren't going to be able to agree on a number of other topics and so sometimes i'm like because i'll get in like fights not fights i'll get in like little arguments with sheila at times where i'm just like well, the world's good like why and and her response anytime i say the world is good like but we should always be trying to get better i'm like yes but the world is still good like i i, I don't know like sometimes i feel like we but it goes back to a conversation we've had multiple times over these last, like people look for problems to solve. We want to continue to evolve and we want to continue to get better. And then there's a lot of, there's a lot of lack of empathy in every single conversation that I've been noticing. And it's fun to see a lot of people like turning social media off and not being on it as frequently. I've been muting a lot of people on both sides to like to be quite frank. Cause I'm just like, this isn't, I mean, maybe it does, like maybe it will convince somebody but like whenever I, I see the way that people are communicating, I'm just like, I don't think that's the best way to do it. Like, it, it seems like it's taking a really, really long time. And it's just because people are entrenching more and more in the positions that they already have. So I know I've done that. Like, what, like, it's like the, the, the thought process of like, only I can make fun of my family. No one else, like if, but if someone starts to make fun of my family, then I will defend them. I entrench more in my belief that my family is good comparatively to how that other person is talking about them. But then there's other times where I just talk tons and tons of crap about my family. I don't know. I don't don't know if that's a salient point or if that even makes sense, but yeah, it's just weird. And then, and then thinking about all the things that I've done wrong in my, my life. And like, I do think that I'm really bad at apologizing because I'm just like, there there should be, uh, there should be no need for an apology. Like, I feel like I talk so many times with people that I shouldn't have to apologize for things I do. Why don't you like, cause you're still like, you don't feel like you need to apologize because you're right or why? Or because it's just because neither of us is. I think is why I don't feel like I need to to apologize a lot of times. I have apologized in the past. And then what happens is you apologize and then somebody will say that that is a backtrack on an opinion that you had. And you just go, no, 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 no. That's I was just trying to be nice. Like literally that was all I was trying to do. I'm trying to be nice for once in my life. And then what ends up happening is it, that gets misconstrued. Into, yeah, he admitted he, he was embellishing or making that that up. No, I was just trying to avoid making your significant other look really, really bad in front of you and avoiding that entire weird conversation, which isn't a good thing. And like, I'm, I'm really pulling back on the absolute honesty is like the most important thing in the world. Cause I don't think it is. I don't think it's helpful and or useful. Like being kind is more, more impactful on people. People don't remember people who are honest unless the person who is honest created some sort of amazing technology. So like Steve thinking Steve jobs, I think there's ways that you can be kind and honest, like telling somebody out of love and respect for them, saying like, hey, just to let you know if, if I want our relationship to continue or if I want our relationship to progress or get better, I need to tell you this honestly out of love, not out of hurt kind of thing. But I mean, it's always... But I, you can tell that person, I, I don't know if this is in 
response to like a behavior that a person has or something that somebody did. But I go back to the thou shalt not kill. You might have, it's, and it's good to be like, this is how I felt in this situation. But that person is also 100% correct where they go, I understand how you felt there, but that's not how I viewed that situation at all that happened. I don't know. Cause I, I just think about like the, the scraps I've gotten and then like really like the Hawaii podcast and like the conversations I've had after that, really my biggest, the thing that I did wrong with the Hawaii podcast. No, no, no. Sorry. The thing that I did with just how I talked about the Hawaii thing was when I yelled, when I yelled that, that moment, you remember you were there that moment when I yelled in that room, that was the bad thing. But like, it's so weird. I don't know. I probably should have just let it go, but I didn't want my wife to have to continue to hear other people talk crap about me when there was no reason to talk crap about me. There really wasn't. Yeah. I think that sometimes a lot of issues are just miscommunication (laughs) or like, cause I, maybe I should have just said something sooner. Like, Hey, stop like bluntly as opposed to just trying to defend or stand up for you. Cause that wasn't, that clearly wasn't making a difference, you know? Well, and and at just, the same time, like maybe if it would have never got back to us or maybe if, Oh, if I didn't yeah, hear about it, hear it, yeah, all, I wouldn't yeah, have like, it wouldn't have been a big deal either. Yeah. I think that's part of the thing that's weird. And then I, I've been thinking about it a lot too, because all of the players that are involved in life, right? There's so many, I've been seeing this stupid, it's the dumbest, just so everyone knows it's a dumb metaphor. The more I think about the iceberg metaphor, where it's that picture of like, this is the top of the iceberg, but see all of the stuff below it. It's a dumb metaphor because think of that, that don't think of it as a metaphor. Let's think of it exactly as is. So it's a picture of an iceberg that somebody went and take, went to take. How many people have gone and taken pictures of icebergs like that? out of the 7 billion people on planet Earth? Who are the people who have taken the time out of their day, out of their lives, to go and take that so that we could have that picture? Not very many people. Not very many people even travel to the Arctics or or, or Antarctica in order to get pictures like that. And, And my point is, so when we are applying that to the metaphor, when we're thinking about humans, it's the exact same thing. I don't have time. I'm sorry, I do not have time to get to know every single person on such an individual level to be able to help make a situation better. Now, transitioning that to just overall movements in general, if I don't have enough time to get to know a ton of people, I'm probably not going to have a ton of time to get to know the intricacy of every single movement that is going on either. And the reason that I know that I don't have the time to do that is because once again, even the people who are super supportive of these people or the people who are super supportive of movements that are happening don't put in the time to get to know the other side. Like no one does it. No one puts in the time to get to know someone so well that you can communicate perfectly with one another and like you feel this safety. Now you can do it at a, at, at a small level. Absolutely. Like, so for example, Alzheimer's, how many people actually know a lot about Alzheimer's? I barely know anything and it affects me a little bit more than other people in the world. 
And then that's just one thing. And then the answer is, well, like, go, go spend time learning about that thing. I do. And then I get in trouble because I decided to focus a lot of my time and energy on Alzheimer's and learning about it and trying to see how I could even help to make it better, how my experience with my father could be better if I better understand how Alzheimer's works. Alzheimer's works. And then it's like, well, you spent all that time, but you didn't want to look at this other, this other charity that's going on or this other. But are a lot of people like that, though? I guess like with. Yes. With. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you, wait, sorry. What do you mean when you like, say that? Like, do they actually vocalize that to other people? Or do they to just quietly. individuals? Yeah. No, I think, I think it's more of a, they'll always just put it out into the zeitgeist of social media, which social media we still don't fully have a handle on. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I guess I've so seen you know what so, I mean? like, like, a lot of people. People will be like, take yeah. time to get to know this thing. I'm like, I, okay. I'll, how much time? And, and I know that's like the worst thing. Like, don't ask don't ask us questions. You should figure it out. Figure it out yourself. Classic Southerners. But it's okay. okay. Like, it's just weird how upset everybody. And, I, and I'm... I'm part of the problem. Like I know, I know that that's, I don't want to like pretend like this is Alex's exempt from this. I know that I still, like I was thinking about a meeting that I was in recently where I was just like a little cavalier. Cavalier would be the perfect word to describe my, my personality and attitude during it. And then like afterwards I reflect on it and like, I didn't, I, I don't even really care about the points that I was passionate about. It's just once again, wanting to sound right and be right or appear correct about something. And that's dumb. And it's a waste of time. It wastes everybody's time. And it makes people feel bad. That's probably like the worst part about it. Like, I think that's... I feel bad that people feel bad. I don't care if people... But I don't know. Like, Don't you have to feel bad about stuff if you, like, you want to change behavior? But I don't know whose responsibility it is to help people change behavior. Like, Who, who does that actually fall on? Like, mind your own business. Okay. I think that... I don't, I'm trying to gather my thoughts right now. Um, you and I are different in that way. Where, like, I don't know. I don't think I'm right a lot of the times. Like, you'll hear me say in meetings, like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, I hope that helps. Like, at the end of what I have, whatever I have to say. And so, like, I'm not a person that, like, I am right. I know what needs to be cared about. I know what needs to be done in, in the world kind of thing. So, like, if somebody's like, yeah, this needs to be like talked about or you need to care about this I'm like yeah I, I agree with you I'm going to care about it but like I care about all of these things and so if you care about all these things and like you don't devote enough time or effort into one thing does it really make a difference if you're caring about 20 to 30 things you know what I mean does that make sense like I do I did it right now well, no, um, but, like, but when you say because like your response to them on the side, like, yeah, I will care about that. Do you actually end up caring about that thing? Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what it is, but yeah. Like, so no. If so I... sometimes. <laughs> right? Like it's not well, all the time. Like, so like... for example, if people like Alex, you should really care about the Confederate flag being taken away. I'll be like, I No, if it's no, something that no, like. Sorry. But you know what I mean? Like, that's what yeah. I mean. Like there are so many different things that people are throwing at us. I'm just like, sorry. If it's like ethically correct. But to my what standards, ethics is such a is that's such a relative thing. That's what's that's the hard thing. That's what's so hard for me is that I have to understand that Alex, how you think, how you feel, how you believe is relative to you. 
Yeah. That does not mean that everybody else has to think that way. But I do think, and this is, I'm still not great at this. If I can communicate in a less intense way, I guess would be the, the way of saying it. Like the, the discussion that we've been having recently, like where whenever, um, not whenever, sometimes when you'll like say something, I go, you don't, ha- no, that's wrong. Like, and I use that intonation Instead, if I go, hmm, I don't know about that, I think is a much more effective way than the the one that I, no, that's that's incorrect. That yeah. Where you kind of get defensive or get. A, like combative yeah. almost. I think that's a human thing. I was trying to, I was talking to my mom about that. I was like, is this like something that everyone in our family does or is this just a human thing? Because I don't feel like you do that. Like, so it's not, it's obviously not a human thing. And I, and I also hate like even trying to make it into like a familial familial trait. So it's like, well, it's not my problem. Like we're all like this, and this is just kind of how it is, because that uh, retards progress essentially and doesn't allow you to fully grow as an individual. I guess like you could try to figure out where it comes from and then try to fix it. So if it is a familiar, like if it is like from your family, like you guys were just raised that way, it'll help you understand why you're that way. And then you can try to change it. I don't know. Yeah. I've been trying to be slower to react. I think that's a big thing. Instead of reacting, just like absorbing information as it comes in. And that's been helpful. I'm still not, it's going to, I don't know how long it's going to take, honestly. I know I'm better at it than I have been my entire life. And I hope that I can keep continue to get better at that. It's good that you and, recognize that. And just like all it, like going back to like, and once again, everybody, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has their point of view on how things are operating and how it impacts them and how they believe it impacts others. But we just don't know. Like I go back to empathizing is impossible because you never actually know how someone, the, the text conversation that we're having, having today, like that reaction that I had, when they let us know what time to come over, I'm like, why did I react? Like, I hope, no, no, no. I, I was joking when I react, when I reacted that way. But then when I reread, I'm like, this could sound so like mean, like how I just said that, like that, especially because I have the history of that's how I normally react to things. But it really was, I was just like joking. I was like, JC, that's really late. <laughs> As opposed to how, like I read, read it, like that's really late. Like, you know, like yeah. tone of voice matters and well, how you communicate is, everything. And that's what's hard about text messages. You can take that in whatever tone you read it in. So like, I just immediately apologize. Yeah. You use tons of emojis to try to like <laughs> lighten it. Winky face, winky face. Winky face is the go-to for anyone that's trying to get away with being serious about Speaking something. Speaking of which, I sent my mom a text message and I was just like, Thanksgiving at our place, winky face, like this year, because our house will be done by September. And... Then no response, which is fine. I, I was like joking. And then my, I talked to my sister and my sister's like, oh Mom's yeah. I was really excited to come out for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was like, um, one, I haven't heard from them. And two, I was joking. So I sent her the text message. She's like, yeah, you didn't even, you even had the winky face. Why does she think that she's going out there for Thanksgiving? <laughs> so Because, yeah. So yeah, to so your like, point, what you're saying is 
everyone interprets things differently. Yeah. It's like communication is such a... So and, even and, emojis don't help. And it's, the most, <laughs> and it's like literal. I, I can't think of anything that's more important than how we communicate with one another for our mental health and also physical health overall. Like um, just everything. It's the most, it's the most important thing. And, and I, I really do want to get better at it. <clears throat> do you think that... I, no, I agree. I even have issues with communication, um, like communicating properly with you or like effectively with you sometimes when I'm really emotional. I don't want to talk. And that's just how I react. And I don't know if that's like a healthy way to do it because I just want to like um, absorb everything and think about it and then determine what I want to say about it as opposed to just like, let's talk about it right now while I'm really emotional and you're going to think that like I'm just weak because I'm going to start crying and then it's just going to get worse because yeah. I'm going to say something that I don't mean. And so it's just really hard to talk about difficult subjects. Or say something that you do mean and I misinterpret what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I want to make sure that I'm very clear that I really do believe as I'm growing up and getting older, like you might be absolutely right with the thing that you say and the like the true meaning behind it. But if I receive that information in the improper way, it dilutes the the meaning. I read this article and it was saying that like to to argue or like discuss things in an effective way so that there's no miscommunication, you're supposed to repeat what the person says. So like, for example, I would just say like, is this what you mean by saying this? And then if you say yes, then that means I took it the right way. Or if you say no, then you have to re-explain it until I am on the same page with you. And then that sounds that, like a lot, a lot of work and though. So it duplicates the length of a conversation potentially if you have to repeat what someone, which is, yeah. I'm not. But that's just like a way to, to fix that miscommunication. Yeah. But it's and always doing it in practice. private. That's a hard thing too for me is I, I found that witnesses are apparently very important with when you're having serious discussions because it can be grossly misinterpreted and then when it's uh, talked about behind your back, like I don't, I don't mean I don't want that to have like too negative a content. I'm not in the room when the, the whatever com- next conversation happens. How, how I viewed a conversation is completely different and then it always gets back. Like it always gets back to me somehow. And I'm just like, oh, wow. I can't believe that is how that was taken. Because that is not how I viewed it at all. And it sucks because like I get a little bit pissed off when I'm misrepresented. But I have to remember that is how they viewed it. I don't think that people are blatantly lying. I think people, sometimes, yes. Sometimes there are times where people are blatantly lying. Obviously like, hey, did you murder this person? No, of course I didn't murder this person. Like that's hard to, I do feel like there are some black and white situations, but more often than not, every conversation is gray. Even when I talk to you, there's been times, which I kind of get defensive because I'm kind of annoyed that you think I'm lying. And you say, did this person actually say that? And I go, yes. And you're like, do you have a text message? And I go, yes. 
and I'll show you. Like, it's nothing serious. Yeah. It's just the fact that, like, you think I'm either embellishing it or, like, I don't think I'm either saying it in the wrong way. You because know what I mean? Because that's not the reason that I'm... The reason that I'm asking is I want to make sure that I have the perfect opinion about the person. Okay. Well, I think, like, the tone of voice, it's yeah. like you're attacking me as no, opposed to that yeah. person. That's and fair. so I'm like, I you don't believe and, my story? And that like, kind of goes back to my... Tone seems to be the most important thing in communication because I was just like, I want to make sure that I should or should not hate this person. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, that's being super dramatic, but yeah. I want to make sure that, because that's how I feel. And, I, and I don't want to say anything that would like make you think otherwise. Like if it wasn't true, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Or if I was misinterpreting that text message, like, oh, actually they said this. Sorry, I misinterpreted it. Well, because I think sometimes as like we go through life, we start to we compartmentalize things in our relationships with people just so that we can figure things out much more quickly. And so if we have like this long history of either love or hate for a person, sometimes when we are communicating things, we're going to be a little bit more on the negative side for someone we hate and a little more on the positive side, like putting the positive twist on it. So that's why I want to make like, that's why I want to make sure when you're talking either way, I'm like, I have zero skin in this game. I don't really care about this person like positively or negatively. So hopefully you're not allowing any of your past relationship with this person to affect how you're saying things. But yeah, it goes back to it is tone. Like as long as I'm just like, but even then like that's a, that, or it, that one I think you have to, I have to ask a different way if you really think about it. Cause I'll be like, did they really, so did they, I, I don't even know. Like you can't say, did they really say that? Explain that a little more. Yeah, <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a text message? Well, the text <laughs> message thing makes it really, really easy. That's why I asked that. Like if you have yeah. something that's just like hard, exact, the conversation, how it happens, yeah. much easier. But when it is, when it is like a conversation that just happens and then disappears, it disappears. So there's no real way of confirming it. Yeah. I mean, but it's been more ways than one that that's occurred, which is like, I think that was like the most, I don't know, sketchy of the relation or sketchy of the conversations where it was like, are you mad at me? Or are you mad but at you this know, person? Well, I knew you know the, why yeah, I, I needed story. to know that. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes I think it happens in general where like we're mad at somebody or mad because of a situation. And so when we're talking to each other, then we'll like use like a negative tone of voice even though it's not like i'm not mad at you i'm just mad about this situation and sometimes i'm like well are you you sound like you're mad at me or vice versa and stuff and so i think that's hard too it's like i'm not trying to get it like rolled up or anything but no because we're emotional animals all of us men and women and i know that like a lot of times dudes will be like man women are so emotional like so are we. We just do it in a different way. Like we, mm-hmm. we don't cry. We yell. We, we raise our voice. We get stern. We change our facial. We change our brows to what is this called? Is this furrowed? What does this mean? Yeah, I think so. Trying to just when angry brows. Angry brows. Yeah, think, <laughs> think angry bird eyebrows. Uh, but it's like, how do you teach? Not, and not all men are like that. So I want to. I want to make sure I say that too. Like, oh, and there's some like women that don't every, even cry. Men and women are like, like in, insanely not that different like everyone just everyone is an individual at some level not that like how not that one way that a person reacts is unique in my opinion like 
if there's one person who reacts positively to negative information, there's other people that react positively to negative information. Like there's a ton, a ton, there's like, there's probably like a hundred different categories of, of how people can react and there's 7 billion people. So obviously, and, and that's probably not even the right number. There's probably like thousands of ways that people can react, but there's still 7 billion people. There aren't 7 billion ways people react to things in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they've done that study where like there's, there's like five emotions that are universal, but that's like it. After that, it's not very universal. <laughs> well, after those five, it, does like, it so say after like, those five, it's like just a combination of the five in different ways? Yeah, but that means that they could combine them differently though. I don't know. Yes, a, an individual could, but there's also probably another individual that does it the same way, just based yeah, on the law yeah. of large numbers. Yeah. Um, but it's like, how do you teach kids? I know I've been thinking about this, this because like we don't, um, argue the same way that most couples argue or like my parents argued growing up. I don't really argue about that much. Which, which is great, but it's like, how do you teach a child or like your children how to like have discussions or hard conversations or quote unquote, argue in a healthy manner. Well, what I'm scared about with raising kids is I'm once again, growing up and seeing how wrong everybody else is in my opinion. And then going, Alex, you're probably really wrong about a lot of stuff too. And now I'm have this child that I'm going to be indoctrinating one way or another with different information. And then they can either run with that and continue that indoctrination throughout their life or pivot and go against it. Take some of it, take all of it, take none of it. And that, that's like terrifying to me because I don't want, not that I want my kid to be like super, super individualistic or whatever, but I want them to come up with things on their own and I don't want to react in a way that is like, that's wrong. Because it's, it's, th there are very few things that are in, that are universal truths. If we're going back to that, like there are very few things and, and once again, there's not actually, there's no universal truths at all. But to me, I do have some universal truths, but I don't have that many, I think is a better way of saying that. So like, for example, I don't think any, I don't think, but that's too, like going back to the thou shalt not kill. I really do err more on the thou shalt not murder. Mm -hmm. But then when someone's like, well, what about the assassination of Osama bin Laden, which was a, which is an, it's an assassination slash murder. I don't know. Like that's, that's a hard one for me because he was a bad guy. So is there like, once again, that's not a universal truth. Like, where, what, what do the scales of justice have to be for me to go, all right, kill him? Oh, watching, like, watching the Golden State Killer guy. We're watching this last night. And I was like, so this dude's like in his 80s now or whatever and isn't going to really suffer any of the consequences for raping 50 plus women and murdering 10 plus people. He's just going to go to jail. And he, like, tortured a lot of these people bludgeoned them, did a lot of these terrible things to them. And my response is like, you know what they should do is every day just like cut him. Just cut him. Cut him in a way that he's not going to bleed out and die, but just cut him. I want I that what that guy did deserves pain and like pain and suffering, especially the way that I believe that this is we have about 5 years to torture this guy. I don't think he should be murdered. I don't think he should be uh, like lethal injection or anything like that. I want that dude to suffer for what he did to all of those people. And I'm not sure if that makes me like a bad person. <laughs> I honestly don't. But like, I want 
tort I want them to be tortured. I think there are people who should be tortured. And I don't know how you cut once again that scales of justice where we were talking last night. I was like, if you murder more than five people, you get tortured. Like I don't know what the proper ratio is. Yeah, I don't even Or if there is one. I don't even know if that's like well, that's, morally okay. Well, that's like, cruel and unusual yeah. punishment. I'm just like... I wish that... Is it? Like, did you if, see what that guy did to people? <laughs> if there is a true hell, then I would want them to do the same thing that he did to all those people. Like, if that were possible. That makes it easier, yeah. Like, oh, you're after the afterlife? I like that you want the devil to do it because, like, the devil's a bad guy. Like, I'd be okay if God did it. Like, suffering either way. He can go to heaven, but he has to suffer before all of the things that he did to people. But then the emotional, too. Like, you don't really get that real emotional trauma from it. I think you could. Uh, so, it would just be, so, for example, the people who survived, the people who were raped and survived. Like, all right. You're not going to forget about these rapes and for like 80 years. You're going to remember the sodomy that we just performed on you. Man, this is really dark. I know, but like that's like what's hard about like we we can't even talk about this rapist murderer and come to a conclusion on how he should be punished. Just think of like all of these other and those are like very heinous, serious things that we all most everyone agrees are horrible, terrible things and we can't agree on. How are we going to agree on the things that people don't think are heinous and terrible when 50% of people think some things are okay and then 50, like, so abortion being like another example of that, like, there's no real suffering for the fetus as far as, like, pain goes. There can be emotional trauma for the woman who goes through it and we can't all agree on how we should be dealing with that. I'm not saying I'm pro or con either way. It's just there are so many things where I think people are way too confident. Myself, and I'm part of the problem. I recognize that throughout, like if I just listen back to podcasts sometimes, I'm just like, wow, I'm really absolutist there. Like, you don't know. And so what's hard is somebody will be like, Alex, you don't know what somebody was going through before this event when you blew up at them and yelled at them. Neither do you know what I was going through. Yeah. And, uh, and that I don't, but I don't want that to be like a justification of like, we can treat each other shittily. I just, when, when I see people who think that they're so in the right about something that they're blinded by other things, just like I have been in my life, you don't know, you don't know what I've been through in my life. Like, don't pretend like you know, don't like you know me. And so I, I want to be a lot, I want to be more kind and I, it's tough, but I can do it. It's really tough. I think you're a good person. I well, I know I'm not that. a bad person. I don't want to come across like well, I think that I'm this terrible, horrible human being. I've, I, and this is what sucks too, like because of like not wanting to be arrogant, because of not wanting to be cocky and things like that, we can't like brag about, not brag, and it's not even bragging, just like saying, like I know I've done, we've given tons and tons of money to people. Like we've, we've helped people financially, we've helped people emotionally. I myself have done it as well, like on my own, not with you, like pre being married. And then I also know that I've done things that have really hurt people, even though I 
even though I didn't realize it at the time, nor do I fully understand it now, I guarantee that I have really hurt people just because I've been really hurt by people in my life. And I guarantee they don't know about it. Would it be helpful if they came to you and said that you really hurt me and resolved it? Or is it just not worth it? That's a, that's the hard, I don't know. Because what sucks is like, do I want to put, so when I think about it for myself, like if somebody, if I went to somebody and said, hey, you really hurt me this way, you're then on most people, you're then, especially if you're close, if inflicting trauma on them from something that happened a long time ago. And like, what's the point of it? So if like somebody came to me about something I did 15 years ago, you know, it turns out I was like a huge dick and I didn't even realize it. And, I, and it's something like I totally forgot about that would then inflict trauma on me and make me feel horrible, lower self, self-worth, self etc. So or I don't know. do you just want to like, or could you just apologize to those people that you might have hurt? I guess that could put them, to, I don't know. So this happened to me where somebody from high school apologized to me after like probably six years after graduating. Or no, like probably six to seven years after it happened. And I remembered it, but it wasn't like something that really like traumatized me. It was just like, oh yeah, that sucked, but like I'm over it. And, uh, and I was like, oh, that was actually really like mature of them and kind of them to do that. Even though it wasn't like, I didn't go What if go it was to- traumatic? Do you think it would have been like, I, I wish you wouldn't have brought like, cause. No, no, I think that like, yeah, it might be hard for a little bit like that day. Maybe like, oh yeah, that was kind of a rough time in my life but I would have been like oh that that was really nice I appreciate it but there's nothing else that you can really do because yeah. it's already happened but I guess like it it might help that person that you apologize to or the person apologizing because I feel like a lot of people when I do apologize to them that is their reaction and so you just have to take it at face value that it didn't affect them that much because whenever I apologize to someone, it's always, oh, I didn't even, I don't even remember that. I'm like, oh. oh well, I remember it. Like, it stuck with me, <clears throat> well, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, or if they do remember, like, oh, I didn't even think that was a big deal. They could but also just be for, saying that. No, just, exactly. That's yeah. what's complicated. Like, but the, saying that to save you from the extreme trauma of having been a huge bastard to them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. And there's so many people out there like that. And I, I do think that it is just relatively good advice. Like, just be good. Just be nice to people. Yeah. But then there are times where you have to, like, have to make judgment calls on when it's no longer time to be nice, which I don't know when that is the right time and when it's the wrong time. I try to be a nice person until somebody's, like, rude or mean to me. And then I try to defend myself or the people that they're talking about, like, I try to defend you if someone's talking shit on you. Um, or like, <laughs> this is like a stupid story, like calling customer service. I'll be really nice, you know, at first. I work in customer service. I know what it's like. But then once they start being rude to me and not like helping me, then I'm like, get my certain voice on it and say, no, I read this on your website. You should be able to do this kind of thing. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but like then that that's a great example because then it's the person who's making $10 an hour but it's like no but they're control not, to actually do something. No, and they, they did. Mi- it was on their website. And then one but they was, might not have the knowledge that it's on the website. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when I was working in the true customer service where I was taking calls like that, 
sometimes like, it's half the time just like I have no idea. But there's like how but I the thing is you. like there's no reason to like start getting like mean or angry. Well, if they're getting mean, if, they're yeah, angry at you. That's yeah, a different that's, thing. Whereas if like when you say like they're not helping me, I just hear that they're not doing it. Oh, they're like trying to be argumentative, like arguing with me so that they won't get me the information that yeah. I need or the help that I need kind of thing. So, man. And so I think a lot of times people think I'm like a pushover or just like, I'm always really nice. And like, I mean, I try to be nice all the time, but I'm like, I can, I can have a dark streak too, <laughs> just to, to, uh, defend myself and defend people around me or stand up for myself kind of thing. Yeah. But I just never I'm sure that. I've hurt people too. And I just don't know. Um, which is hard too, like you were saying. Um. And like, uh, so this, this is like in a vacuum, right? Because we're thinking of like one moment, right? So you're on that call with this person and you don't, once again, going back to the iceberg metaphor, you don't know the, you don't, you don't, you can barely see the tip of the iceberg. Like you don't know all the baggage that they're going through from that day. So that's like the thing um, going back to, my handling of probably like the biggest, the biggest thing over the last like few years for me and how I handled the situation. Like there were things that I saw, but I don't know everything. There were things that led me to have more of a negative connotation towards certain people because of the way that they were acting and the way that I saw them treating others. And then but I don't know all the other, I don't like, I'm not with these people 24 seven. I don't know what happened Tuesday, January 23rd, 2005 to them that could impact the, the way that they're acting now. Like, I just don't know. I think that. Well, just be nice, but you can't always just like, you can't always just be nice though. Or maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't. So I think that. I've had this issue with like people with mental health because I go, I have, I mean, I think a lot of people have issues with mental health and sometimes Everyone they'll blame, does. they'll blame their mental health on how they the, react, reacted to towards you. And I'm like, that's not an excuse and you can't use an excuse every time. Like I've lost friends because of the way they acted to me. And I thought, it, thought it was me. But then for the longest time I had to finally realize like, I think they just had mental issues and they couldn't handle the situation. And so instead of dealing with it in a mature way, they just decided to do the, I don't know, I was going to say easy way, but like the mean way of just cutting ties completely. And like they could blame it on mental health, but it's like, no, like that was, you can't blame all of that on mental health. But can you? Like what if you really do have that bad of, brain chemistry like there are sociopaths there are psychopaths that are called uh, what's that word diagnosed that way there are schizophrenics there are like there are like very serious mental health issues and I'm not saying that necessarily I'm like building a straw man I don't know who you're talking about I don't know what their life is like but I'm just thinking like what if like I don't actually know this person to me just seems like they're depressed but in reality they they have schizophrenia and they just haven't been diagnosed with it yet. I know that's an extreme example, but you know what I mean. I guess maybe, but like we literally, I don't know. Is is 
my answer to almost the way everybody acts and how they are. Like, I don't know enough information. But that's still not just justification to treat somebody poorly. Like, there are people that have mental issues that don't kill people. Like, you know, schizophrenics or um, psychopaths. That doesn't justify their actions if they do. Yeah. I was just drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Or... I'm an alcoholic. Or it's like, yeah, if you did treat somebody yeah. poorly because of the way you were that day, make the effort to like mend Restitute. your relationship. Yeah. Um, and then, but then you have to go into the what's, what relationships are worth saving and which relationships do you value? That's been something that I've been going over really like the last like two months trying to know who are the people I really, really care about. Who are the people that I want to be around me? how I should be treating them based on that knowledge of how, and how I feel about them. Cause it's changed dramatically, dramatically in my 20, like that 20s decade. Holy hell. Lots of changes on who I felt were the most important people in my life and who I should be really, really caring about. Is and the people like- who put the effort in too. Like that's, what's hard. Like, I literally just want someone to feign care. It's really, and I, I feel like that's not that hard of a thing, but maybe feigning care to someone like me is difficult. And not just saying I care about to... you, because I hate when people do that. Like, we care about you and we love you. And then my response is always, when's the last fucking time you've talked to me? Oh, so just, it's, it's kind of like the thoughts and prayers thing. Like whenever someone gets cancer, it's like, send in my thoughts and prayers. A lot of good that's going to do them. <laughs> it's, it's not going to do, it's not going to do. Th- thank you for, thank you, thank you for your feelings that you never demonstrate. <laughs> yeah. um, it goes back to the, the whole, um, like your friendship language, like the love language. Like maybe and, somebody's, the way that they show that they care about you is different from what you want to see in a relationship. For example, like maybe someone just likes texting you. They don't want to actually hang out with you. That yeah. sounds really bad. But like that's that, fair though. Yeah. Like, but then is it like the thing to be like tell each other what? Like to tell each other that like, hey, this is my thing. I try to be as like, what's the word? Transparent about it. Yeah, transparency. Possible? Yeah, that's not the word I was thinking, but that's probably better. I, want to, I like to be as transparent as possible with people. Like, I am a person who. Doesn't necessarily, but that's what sucks too. It also varies by person. There are some people who I want to spend time with. There are people who I'd like to get me gifts. <laughs> there are people, like not really. There are people that I would like hugs from. Not that many, if I'm being completely honest. That's never really been my thing. What are other love languages? I think time. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. I probably like a lot too. Yeah. Even though words of affirmation are super fleeting, like it's nice in the moment, and then it's just like. Where are you? I do feel like I'm more of an actions person. Yeah, me too with friends. Um, but I think it oh, also... Oh, so like for example, like I might say no, but inviting me to your house. Like <laughs> like, like little things like that where um, like we do that fairly regularly. And I'm just like, do people not invite us to their house because they don't like me? Or do they not invite me to their house because they don't think to do it? That is a brilliant, like a good thing you bring up because I feel like sometimes not in all relationships but sometimes we'll like invite people over like multiple times and they won't invite us over to their house and and then we start to think like 
do they not like us? Do they not want to hang out with us? Like, and it's just the simple fact of like, hey, let's have dinner at my house. We'll make food together, you know, and that's super easy. Doesn't really take much effort. <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and a tough thing too, is I know that people live more uh, spontaneous lives than we do as part of it. Like I really like planning things out and knowing when things are going to happen. Maybe that's something I need to, I've been trying to be more YOLO <laughs> recently. But we've told our friends that like do ha- we do have like planning issues with like, like, hey, next time tell us like a week in advance and then we'll probably be able to make it just because we're not the short um, notice kind of people. Um, but you brought up a good point about like telling people how you like to be reciprocated as a friend kind of thing. Um same like along with that is like apologizing to people i feel like there's like a different apologizing language too within relationships and like friendships because like if something happens and you guys don't talk about it but like you go back to like acting like nothing happened is that enough for to just be or are they over? holding on to it for like a really yeah. long time and not telling you about it and then eventually it'll blow up yeah so I think that's what I think I do that a lot, but I'm trying to get more, but I hate it too. Cause you feel like such a pussy. Cause like you go like, Hey, this, this thing hurt me. This thing that you did hurt me, especially when you go this thing. Cause I feel like I've done the, or no, I feel like I did this to you more like in the early parts of our relationship where someone will say, Hey, this hurt me. And the person will go, that shouldn't have hurt you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know why that hurt you. That's the hard. That's a hard thing. Yeah. Or the, I like this apology. I mean, jokingly. Um, the, I'm sorry that. My words. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry that what I did offended you. Or like. But that's how. The, well, no, I guess no. I'm sorry that whatever I did made you mad, but I'm not apologizing for that action. Yeah. You know. But do they have to apologize for that action? Because once again, it goes back to, there's no absolute right. So I don't think there is anything. I more think to talk about on it even if it, even if you're not right i think that sometimes people just need to hear the apology itself but then like, it goes it back to mean, my thing it doesn't mean that, that i hate you're hearing right. later on someone's like whoa you like you took that thing back that you were talking about just like that does i don't think that's i was just trying i was just trying to make them feel better i didn't realize that they were going to tell everybody about it like that's literally all i was trying to do was to save a relationship that's all i was trying to do and now it's like oh well now i view you as a liar because i don't think that's what apologies are necessarily though i think apologies are just to like make people feel justified in their feelings which is fine yeah, which i think is really important but that's the thing though like how how do you say like you are justified in your feelings I am justified in my feelings. I am like, you know, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I am sorry that the way I am sorry about the way that you feel from this action that I did, but I'm not sorry for the action because it was the right action to do. The way it was acted was improper. Cause I've apologized like that a few times. I'm like, I don't like how I did it, but I was right. But once again, going back to relativity, that that's how I viewed it. I just apologize all the time. <laughs> like, even for the silliest things. And I think that sometimes people think that, like, me apologizing all the time makes 
my real apologies like less um impactful or like carry less weight so like if someone's like yeah i had a really crappy day i'm not feeling great today i'm like i'm so sorry about that (laughs) and then like if something actually happened like where i caused somebody's day to be crappy and then i say sorry then like they're both very lesser of the sorries because they you say it all the time um or i have a lot of people say like why are you sorry? Like, it's not your fault, mm-hmm. but I still feel sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. I'm not sorry. I don't know. It's weird. I have this weird, overly sorry personality. Um, I believe it's called kindness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the word you're looking for. Um, and <clears throat> I don't know if that's the right way to be either. So like going back to like what you were saying, like what's the right way to handle situations or to think and, all this stuff because top level it's figuring out who you really care about and who you love if you know who you really really care about and who you really love you need to do the things to maintain and nurture that relationship if there are people who are on a thing where you don't really care about them you don't love them and the way that you know if you care about someone or you love them is you're doing your five love languages or whatever the whatever they are to that person, like if you're never showing any type of love to a person, whether it be via communication or actual action, then that probably means you don't care about the person. Right? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't either. And, and, and I almost wonder like this entire conversation, if it actually, it, it's, it's helping me. Because it makes me realize a lot of the things that I want to change and things that I want to try to implement in my relationships with people. But for some relationships, it's probably too little too late. And then I know some people are like, it's never, t- it's never too late. It's almost like everyone needs like a resume to become friends with you or like vice versa. Like everyone has to have a resume. Like when you start to become friends, like, okay, I like doing this with people. I hate this. Um, this is my love language. This is how I want to be talked to like via text message or. And then how complicated is that when you have to do that for tons of people? And so I think even just, even just doing that for like just you is hard worth it, but it's hard. You know what I mean? Same thing for you doing hard, hard for you to, to communicate exactly the way with me that I would like to. And then having to spread that out across tons and tons of people. Let's even, once again, let's just say dozens of people. That's really, that's hard. Well, is there anything that um, I can do to better communicate with you? I don't think so. Like, I don't know. As I'm getting older, I just, I care a lot less about things. Um, like the COVID, when I did my stern voice about the, the COVID thing, that was more trying to, encourage you or like make you less scared about it if that makes it like no 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 you don't have it i mean i didn't say it like that i was like you don't have it that's how i said it um but i should have done it the way that i did it initially no 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 you don't have it <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just trying to be um supportive well and i was joking too and that's the thing like because little things like that happen all the time where well, you don't know if someone's joking or not yeah. that just cause issues yeah but even if I didn't interpret it as a joke and I reacted like, no, no, you don't have it. That's totally different than how I reacted the other way, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So It really just comes down to tone. Like, it's okay. Like, it, this, is the, this is the tone. It's fine. 
It's it's fine. Everything's fine. Like you're good. Smiling helps. You don't have it. Like even that, I think you're. You know, like doing the face, and it's like, oh, are we flirting right now? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, because I'm thinking, uh, just so everyone knows, the reason that like, we're having this conversation, I'm, I'm trying to think of people who I need to apologize to and which relationships I want to repair. And it's like been really weighing on me, but I'm glad that I'm doing it. That's good. Because it's hard when you go, I don't care about that relationship. Like, that's really hard because, yeah. It feels so... It feels petty and it feels... What's the word? Like a superiority complex when, like, you finally are like, I don't really care about that relationship. Like, what? why do I think I'm better than that person to not want to carry on a relationship with them anymore? Like, what? what, what gives me the nerve? To, to feel that way. I don't necessarily think it's always that way, though, too. Sometimes it could just be like we're on different <laughs> levels in our life, like chapters. Maybe we were great friends when we were this age, but we're now on two differently opposite sides of our lives, and we don't have very many interests, that, like similar interests and stuff. Yeah. But I don't, to, I don't think it has to be like a negative. And there definitely isn't a right. relationship. Huh? Yeah, because like that's like the way that I, I view divorce now too is I think divorce is like the perfect example of how we th- view things as failures like as opposed to wow, you were married for 15 years and hated each other. That's really impressive. Like to stay together that long even though you didn't really love each other that much. Like as opposed to, and then another, or or even like the kind of the opposite, like oh, so happy for you, you're both finally going to achieve the happiness that you've always wanted. Like there's different ways of looking at it, but more often than not, it's like failed marriage, your failure, you failed. And like, I've been able to thankfully view that in a different way from a younger age, probably because my sister went through a divorce, and for some reason I just had so much. Um, like love for her and applauded her for that just because I'm like yeah you might have learned a lot from it it didn't work out but it's totally fine because you learned during that time and now you can do something else for the rest of your life without having to feel tied down with that person that you don't no longer grew from and it's also difficult too because I think there are some cases where it is sad like the reason for like the reason for like, oh, you were being beaten. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, definitely. Let's end that. And, but at the same time, you can still be happy. Like, I'm so happy that you're out of that relationship now. Yeah. And then and then you get to have the fun of, can you not talk to that person anymore? I thought you cared about me more. Obviously not. But it's like, it also, <clears throat> it's none of our business. Like, or it's, we shouldn't have... It's hard to say this, though, because everyone has, like, their feelings towards somebody or, like, ideas of how stuff went, like, panned out. Well, I think it's the only problem when you're a hypocrite and you say, you can't talk to this person anymore. And th- and then someone asks you to do the same thing and you ignore it. Yeah. If that makes sense. But but at the same time, that, once again, it's all relative. Because I think sometimes what happens, too, is, like, someone will be like, hey, I'd appreciate since, like, we have a closer relationship or we should 
in my opinion. It would be cool if you wouldn't talk to this person anymore. And the person's like, why? Like, well, I don't want to like ruin how you view this person. So I'm not going to tell you about the terrible, terrible things that they did. I don't want to be like petty like that. I, I think things are so much more complicated than everybody thinks they are, myself included. And for whatever reason, we just, we always just want to be right. It goes back to that. Every single relationship thing is just, I, I want to feel good and say that because you know what sucks is realizing you're wrong and then not knowing how to correct that wrong. And so it's easier just to be right all the time than having to face a serious conversation with somebody or, or changing it, changing your, your view on something. But I think it's easier to say sorry than carry that burden around. True. One time I had to apologize to some chick at work because something got back to her that I said about her. And it was um, it was a joke, but the yeah. person took it seriously and then told her. I mean, it was like, a, thro- like a, a, throwaway, theme in your life. a throwaway comment, apparently. <laughs> and I remember like carrying that around for a week and it just sucked. And I finally just said sorry to her, like straight up at work in the middle of a meeting. So it was probably like not a good, like after a meeting. And uh, I was like on the verge of tears. I'm like, I don't know why. Like, this is so hard to, to confront like somebody. Or shame or yeah. like, even though it But was after a joke. that, I felt so much better. Like. Until <clears throat> you got it over with. Yeah. Got it out and of course, order. I was sincerely sorry. It wasn't just like, I'm saying this to make you feel better. I'm like, that was not the nicest thing yeah. to say. I think my favorite thing is when people want me to apologize to them because they feel like I've torn their character down in some way. Those are my favorite ones. <laughs> Those are my favorite times when people ask for apologies or like express their feelings. Well, like, it- oh, you're embarrassed because now everybody knows what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what's happening. That is what's happening right now. That's the one thing that I love about the podcast. That's the one thing I love about my personality in general. And I've said this hundreds upon hundreds of times. No one will ever have to wonder where they stand with me. They will just, like, more often than not, people just know. And that's what I wish I could have more of in in life is people just knowing where I stand with them. So it's just like, oh, you don't give a shit about me. Okay, okay, I get it. I'm gonna stop trying to, to like win you over or whatever, because it's not it's not worth the time and is unlikely to succeed. The next time that we have something that I want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. <laughs> Don't waste your time commenting, and from the looks of it, nobody ever really spent any time commenting. Do subscribe so that you can always get the new pieces as they come in. That's really all that I have, because there's nothing else to say. Keep being better, and looking forward to chatting with you next time. That was interesting. That was fun. Took it.
took a little bit of a, of a turn. Wait, what was the topic that you wanted to talk about? <clears throat> I don't even know. Like, I think I was going to, like, say all the things that I was wrong about, but, like, we're wrong all the time about everything. And I didn't want it to, like, divulge into, like, a Black Lives Matter coronavirus thing again where we're just talking about everyone has their opinion we're not all right like not every single person is right about whatever they're talking about like it's just it's just so complicated man well i thought that was a good way to i mean do you like how it turned out mm-hmm. that's good